you know, in parts of Aotearoa, you can see rocks left over from when Zealandia and Gondwana separated. That was about 60 million years ago, somewhere between 60 million years ago and 100 million years ago. We haven't narrowed it down much further than that. Zealandia, uh, Te Tiu Maui, is right underneath us and was the last continent to be discovered. It's now the first to be mapped all the way out to its watery edges. 95% of Zealandia is underwater. And in 2017, GNS scientists outlined the continent and they've just finished filling in the blanks. Dr Nick Mortimer is a geologist at the Dunedin GNS office and lead author of a new study on North Zealandia. Hi, Nick. Good afternoon, Jesse. Good to talk to you and help people out, uh, out, help people to get their heads around this. Is it right to call Zealandia a continent? It certainly is. Uh, and, and you're right to say back in 2017, uh, we published a paper in, in which we basically ran, ran a checklist about um, does Zealandia fit the criteria for a, a continent? It's got the right rocks. It's, it's big enough. It, it's actually high enough above the ocean floor even though 95% of it is submerged. So has this been accepted by scientists and geologists around the world? Is it generally accepted that there's a continent that they didn't really know was there until 2017 or had, had not acknowledged? We'd be really pleased with the, the uptake of Islandia. Yes, it's, it's uh, certainly gotten a, a foothold in the scientific literature and you, you see it more and more around the place in, in day-to-day conversations too. Great. Well, you've made some new discoveries about Zealandia in your latest research. You've actually found a volcanic region. Can you tell us about that? Well, that's right. So th- this was, just to, just to take you back a bit, The um, we went out on a voyage on the Australian research ship, the Investigator, um, at about the same time that the 2017 paper came out. And what we were doing here was to sample rocks from the seabed um, of, of northern Zealandia, with the idea of, as you said, filling in the blanks and, and making a geological map and just seeing what's within the within the limits of, of the continent. Uh, this led us to be able to make a map, which we've just published. And one of the big surprises on the map to us was that there is so much um, igneous rock there, so much lava. Uh, this used to be a, a liquid magma. Um, there's at least four or five different um, zones of, of different ages that we can pin different reasons to. And the, the one that you, you touched on there was this uh, 60 to 100 million year group of lavas that appear to be related to the, the breakup of Zealandia from Gondwana. What do you think happened? So we, we geologists know that continents over geological time, they'll, they'll, they break up and they crash together. And so this is in some ways, this is this is part of the normal course of global geological events. Um, one of the puzzles with Zealandia was that we, we've known that the, the as Zealandia split away from Gondwana, the, the crust stretched and thinned a bit, a bit like pulling a, a pizza dough apart. Uh, you, you, you widen it. You may not think that rocks might um, deform like that. Most people think that a rock would snap or, or, mm. or smash if you, if, you, if you hit it. But um point here is that if you do it slowly enough, and if you heat it up, then it becomes uh, ductile and plastic like that, and you, you can actually thin the crust. And now uh, the discovery of this big, uh, what we're calling a giant volcanic region of, of uh, solidified lava, 
actually helps the story because it's given us a an instantaneous heat source that explains how the crust got hot, which in turn explains how it got thinned. Pretty big news for a geologist. It certainly is because the uh, like most of the world's continental shelves, um, Zealandia was a fairly blank area before we did this mapping. Um, and in fact, we are, we, we, as far as we know, we are the first of the world's continents to, to map the geology in this kind of detail. It's still a reconnaissance study, but at a certain scale out, out to the edges. So now that's revealed the full extent of this um, giant volcanic province related to, to Gondwana breakup. And in terms of area, it is almost the size of the area of, of onland New Zealand. So it is about a quarter of a million square kilometres. Any sign of it on mainland New Zealand? Yep. So there's just a few places you can go and um, and, and, and see rocks of this age and related to this this process. Um, we see them up at uh, Mount Camel in Northland, um, in the um, inland Kaikoura Ranges in Marlborough, uh, Mount Summers in Canterbury, a few places down in Westland and um about half of the Chatham Islands is actually uh, lava is related to this Gondwana breakup. Mm. But, but we now know that they're far more extensive and more, more voluminous than, than these little on-land windows um, let us think. Yeah. What do they look like? Would a layperson be able to recognise them? Well, uh, you know, a, a, a lava is a lava, a, a basalt is a basalt. Um, they people would, would recognize them as such. The volcanoes themselves are so old that they're very, they're, their original shapes uh, are long gone and um, long modified. But the, the, the significance of them with regard to Gondwana breakup really comes from the, the dating work that we do on them and also the, the chemical composition of the rocks that allows us to understand the process and, and the, the time at which they formed uh, as opposed to other volcanic rocks. Good stuff, Nick. Exciting time for you to be working in this area, and thanks for shedding a bit more light on it for the rest of us today. Yep, you're welcome. Dr Nick Mortimer, geologist at the Dunedin GNS office and lead author of a new study on North Zealandia.